Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Net Jabbar, so let's open up with a prayer, please. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son, our Lord, who, by the Holy Ghost, was conceived, born of the Virgin Mary, raised, suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he arose again from the dead, and then he ascended unto heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, Guardian of the Church, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. Holy Servant of God, Fulton Sheen, pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us from evil. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. So our reading is from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 15, starting from verse 18, the world's hatred. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it had hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you have not, you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all this they will do to you on my account, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works which no one else did, they would not have sinned. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. It is to fulfill the word that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. But when the counselor comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness to me. And you also are witnesses, because you have been with me from the beginning. I have said all this to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues, Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think it is offering service to God, and they will do this because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have said these things to you, that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you of them. The Gospel of the Lord prays to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well... <clears throat> I believe a an informed Catholic is a practicing Catholic, and a practicing Catholic is an informed Catholic. This episode is going to be about the church in China. 
Does anyone know what's happening to our brothers and sisters in China? Does anyone realize how many priests have been taken by the authorities, disappeared? Does anyone realize that the churches are being looted, torn down? One church, several Marian shrines have been torn to pieces because the government said they had too many religious symbols. Does anyone realize this? Does any Catholic out there know what's happening to the church in China? Anyone? You don't hear it. You don't hear it from the pulpit. You don't hear it at all. You don't hear it on the mainstream media. CNN. MSNBC. Does anyone talk about this? Does anyone talk about what's happening to Christians in China? Nothing. You don't hear a single thing of what's happening there. Well, this New Year's Eve, our Holy Father, Pope Francis, went, went to say hello to the pilgrims. And, you know, he's shaking their hands, blessing them. Now, if you look carefully at the uh, footage, you will see an Asian woman. Now, I'm going to say she's Chinese, possibly, because of what's happening to the church in China. If you notice, she makes a sign of the cross, the sign of the cross, before she does what she's about to do. Now, what's interesting about him, what Pope Francis is that he quickly pulls away, moves away, excuse me, moves away before he, before he walks past her. She makes a sign of the cross and reaches out and grabs his hand. And we don't know what she says because unfortunately we don't know. I, like I said, I'm saying she's Catholic. I mean, she's Chinese. She's, she's obviously Catholic. She's Chinese. That's what I'm going to say because of what's happening in China. What's happening to the church in China. Pope Francis handed over the underground Chinese church to the state, to the People's Republic of China, to the authorities. Theodore McCarrick, the notorious uh, sexual predator, was sent as an envoy to China, right? Remember, this is not Pope Benedict's fault. This is not Pope John Paul's fault. This is Pope Francis. This all happened under Pope Francis, all right? It happened under him, the man who has read communist material, socialist material, who was involved and had socialist friends, communist friends. This happened under this Argentine Pope. He's still legally Pope, mind you. He's still legally Pope. But one of the things we have to stop, this happens on the right and on the left, this papal idolatry, this thing that a Pope can't make a mistake because he's elected by God. 
be that it that is may that maybe the Holy Spirit is involved in picking up the Pope through the election. But remember, we Catholics have had bad popes in our history. It's not unusual. We don't hide it from the world. The world likes to shove it back in our face because the world loves scandal. But he, she reaches out and grabs this Pope and she wants to say something to him. And I wish we can get something that what she'd have said to him, but we don't have it. He reacts very annoyed, angry, and he slaps her hand. There are several reports of what kind of word he used, but we're not, we're not going to get into that because anybody will say anything. But he gets annoyed because, you know, she pulled him rather hard, almost off his feet. Now, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. She's, she's, she's Chinese. And she was probably, she wanted to speak to him. She probably wanted to plead with him. I'm taking this. And even if she turns out she's not Chinese, it doesn't matter. We should still know what's happening to, to the church in China, to our brothers and sisters over there. Because they're getting, they're, they're being slaughtered. They're being persecuted. And nobody's talking about it. I'm going to read to you a report from Church Militant by David Nossman, January 7th, 2020. There's a video here, but I'm not going to click it because I, you know, I mean, you can't see it anyway, but it's pretty much, he's pretty much, this is what he's saying here. This is a transcript. Persecution continues for Catholics in China. As new footage shows of government workers sacking a church in Jiangxi province, communist authorities have victimized Chinese Catholics for a year, condemning Christianity as a foreign religion harmful to Chinese culture. The Vatican signed a secretive agreement with the communist government two years ago that sought to unite the underground church in hiding from the authorities with the government's approved church. This is a state church similar to what Henry VIII did. He turned the Catholic church into the Church of England. It's very similar. It gave Beijing the power to appoint bishops over both uh, sectors of the church in China. Many say the persecution has only gotten worse since the agreement took effect. In October 2018, authorities demolished two Marian shrines, claiming the buildings ha- had too many religious symbols. Very funny. There's not enough, uh, v- uh, what do you call, p- pictures of their leaders, right? But there's too many, too many religious symbols. Nice. Repeatedly, clergy from the underground church have been taken into communist detention centers for so-called re-education all right cardinal joseph zen of hong kong has been outspoken in criticizing the china vatican agreement he said in 2018 you're putting two wool you're putting wolves before your flock and they're going to make a massacre as church demolitions continue and clergy keep going missing it seems that Cardinal Zen's concerns are falling on deaf ears. Well, yeah, of course. Now, um, 
Hold on. I pointed to 2018 article from Church Militant. Ah, here it is. Uh, I don't think it's from... This is from, oh, the Wall Street Journal. Okay. Uh, by Eva Doe. Cardinal's deal with Pope Francis... I mean, sorry. China's deal with Pope Francis is putting wolves before your flock, Cardinal says. Retired Hong Kong prelate rails against the Holy See's plan to unite divided Chinese Catholic. This is from uh, February 14th, 2018. Okay. Um, all right. I don't think I'm going to be able to read it because they want me to subscribe to their... Uh... Let me see. I hope I can get the whole article here without subscribing. This is too bad. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Let's see. Hold on. Nope. Sorry, guys. It doesn't matter. Okay, I'll just read you the first part here. At Hong Kong, as a priest in the 1980s, Joseph Sen helped revive links between the Vatican and Catholics in China after government, uh, after decades of religious repression by the communists, uh, communist government. Now the retired... Uh, cardinal is trying to block Pope Francis' detent, detent with Beijing. Well, that didn't work, unfortunately, because he sent Cardinal McCarrick. He sent Cardinal McCarrick. He sent Cardinal McCarrick there to do his, uh, you know, to do that dirty work. Why did he do it? Probably because uh, this is an interesting thing that Chakta Chilla Marshall said, and it's probably true. It's money. The modern Catholic Church, after Vatican II, is driven by money. There's a lot of scandal in the Vatican Bank, and probably the reason why is because now Europe is changing. The new European Union is liberal, and these guys in the Catholic Church are very materialistic people. Not that we remember, the Church has been infiltrated from the beginning. Judas Iscariot was in charge of the money. And so you had the first money scandal right there because he was accused of stealing money from the, from the community purse when our Lord was walking on earth. And what drove Judas was money. All right? He hanged around Jesus because he wanted money. And that's exactly it. Now, these perverts, these sexual perverts in the church, they can't live the lifestyle they want, right? It's money that allows them to live that lifestyle. And they don't know how to manage money. As old perverts, they, you know, they attract other perverts with money. All right? Young men are not going to hang out with them if they don't have money. Right? That's what they need. The money allows you to live your perverted lifestyle. End of story. Simple as that. And the biggest thing these perverts can do is manage money. They know how to spend it. And they'll, but they know how to go after it, but they, they can't help themselves. I mean, after all, sex, drugs, money, and, you know, and I'm guessing you can throw rock and roll, whatever their taste in rock and roll music is, but that's exactly what it is. And he's right. Taylor Marshall is absolutely right. If they change their teachings, right, be accommodating to LGBTQ, because the new European Union is accommodating to LGBTQ. Uh, put in more environmental stuff, 
because the European Union is into the environment. And that will they hope that will bring them money. But their biggest they don't understand is the Holy Spirit. They're they're at war with the Holy Spirit. And they're not pious people. They're not interested in tradition. Like it or not, they have they, this has basically been a new church. It is this it is Christ Church, but it's not the Church of Christ, I believe, anymore on earth. The Mass is legit, in my opinion, as far as the Eucharist. After that, all that other mumbo-jumbo, I could care less for. Because the Eucharist, as long as it's the body and blood and soul divinity of our Lord, that's as far as it is. The rest, all that mumbo-jumbo stuff that they have with, uh, you know, hillbilly hymns and uh folk folk song hymns you know that sound that sound like something uh john lennon wrote or something you know i mean as far as i'm concerned i'm surprised they haven't taken john lennon's uh imagine song and make it into a hymn you know imagine there's no god imagine there's no religion imagine there's you know you know all that stuff i mean you know that i'm surprised pope francis hasn't made it his anthem but that's exactly what it is. These men are driven by money. Look at the scandals here. Look how they keep coming up with a new campaign to raise money. Dolan, Supich, all these guys. But now the church is divided. The Holy Spirit is deciding not to send them money because the conservatives are the ones who make money. The conservative Catholics make money. They have jobs and they do believe in the gospel. The liberals don't care about money. The liberals spend money like crazy. You see that in, in liberal states. That's why they're bankrupt. China's, I mean, California's bankrupt. You know, they, 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 they have too many welfare programs. They have too many other things. They know how to spend it. They don't know how to, they don't know how to budget it. It's always the case with them. And that's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. The Vatican Bank is dried up. Peter's Pence, the Pope's little private uh, thing for uh, you know for for you know for programs that the Pope wants to support, that's being dried up. After all, he insulted conservative Catholics, and he called proselytizing solemn nonsense. Right? Well, that's what he did, and they invested. They invested in in films like um, Elton John's uh, last movie, and they invested in some other. I can't remember some other lip, uh, some other movie they shouldn't have invested in, and they put money. You know, and they have a whole bunch of like real estate that they bought money. They're whole, you know they're they don't know how to manage their own money. They don't know how to manage the church. You know, this is a factor, and this is a problem we have. So I read to you this article. And unfortunately, you know, it's very sad. I mean, this is picture here of an elderly senior citizen uh, Chinese man. I don't know if he's a priest. There's a lot more. We need a lot more information. And unfortunately, you know, we need to find a way of getting it. Um, let me see. Church in China. Let me see if I can pull it up. 
because it's sad what's uh what's happening okay here it is this is from new york times let's see if we can pull it up here okay all right hold on so i pulled out an article from the guardian very interesting um, this is from Lilo Ko in Jangdu. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing it wrong. Uh, Sunday, January 13th, 2019. All right. And it says in China, they're closing churches, jailing pastors, and even rewriting the scriptures. Yes, right. Okay. And this app is giving me a hard time. Sorry, guys. Let me see if I can uh, pull it up again. Let's see here. All right. All right. So Chinese Communist Party is intensifying religious persecution as Christianity's popular grow popularity grows. A new state translation of the Bible will will establish the correct understanding of the text. Would love to see when that comes out. In late October, the pastor of one of China's best-known underground churches asked this of his congregation. Had they successfully spread the gospel throughout their city? If tomorrow, tomorrow morning the early rain, uh, rain co uh, co covenant church suddenly disappeared from the city of Jiangdu, if each of us vanished into thin air, would this city be any different? Would anyone miss, you, miss us? Said Wang, Wang Yi, leaning over his pulpit, and pausing to let the question weigh on his audience. I don't know. Almost three months later, Wang's hypothetical scenario is being put to the test. The church in southwest China has been sh shuttered, and Wang and his wife, Zhang Rong, remain in detention after police arrested more than a 100 early Ran church members. In December, many of those haven't been detained are in hiding. Others have been sent away from Jiangdu and barred from returning. Some, including Wang's mother and his young son, are under close surveillance. Wang and his wife are being charged for inciting subversion, a crime that carries a penalty up to 15 years in prison. Wow. Now the whole Wang, now the whole Wang preached from its, from its sits empty. The pulpit and cross that one that once hung behind him both gone. Prayer cushions have been replaced by ping pong tables and, and and a film of dust. New tenants, a construction company, and a business associate occupy the three floors of the church once rented. Plain clothes police stand outside, turning away those looking for the church. One of the officers told the observer. I have to tell you to leave and watch until you get into a car and go. Okay, there's a picture here of the pastor. I don't know what kind of church, but it's a Protestant church, obviously. Uh, but they're still their brothers and sisters in Christ. But this is it. Early rain is the latest victim of what Chinese Christians and, and rights activists say is the worst crackdown on religion since the country's cultural revolution. When Mao Zedong's government vowed to eradicate religion, 
Researchers say the church drive fueled by government unease over the growing number of Christians and their potential link to the West is aimed not so much at destroying Christianity, but bringing it to the to heal. The government has orchestrated a campaign against Christianity to turn Christians into a fully domesticated to turn Christianity into a fully domesticated religion that would do the bidding of the party said Ling Zi, a professor of Duke University in North Carolina who focuses on Christianity in the modern in modern China. Over the past year, local governments have shut hundreds of unofficial congregations or house churches that operate outside the government, approved church network including early rain. A statement signed by 500 house church leaders in November says authorities have removed crosses from building forced churches to hang the Chinese flag and, si and sing patriotic songs and barred minors, minors from attending. The churchgoers say the situation will get worse as the campaign reaches more of the country. Another church in Jiangdu was placed under investigation last week. Less than a week after the mass arrest of early Ran members, police said raided children's Sunday schools at a church in Zhangdu, Officials have also banned the 1,500-member Zion Church in Beijing after its pastor refused to install CCTV. All right. It's a long article, but I think you get it. I think a lot of us get what's happening. It's it's not different. I mean, what, what Church Milton told us and what hap what's happening here is is obvious. There's nothing, I mean, nobody's talking about this. Nobody is talking about it. I mean, here's a picture of Catholics uh, in, China, in China, but nobody's talking about it. The media is not talking about it, all right? Because it's just, I mean, think about it. We have socialists and communists here, people who claim to be socialists and communists, and this goes against their ideology. You know, after all, I mean, think about it. Remember when Hillary Clinton was running for president? What did she say? Religions and other uh, firm and grounded beliefs have to change? Well, think about it. I mean, it's true, right? I mean, th th I mean, if, you, if you're going to have a government with an ideology, you're going to support gay marriage, you got a Hollywood institution that basically produces pedophile films now, Right, and you you have uh, an institution run by elites who basically think that the rest of the world are idiots and doesn't support their views. You know, they want they want their ideology to prevail, and so that means ancient beliefs have to change. I mean, look, the other day I come from a Muslim background. I'm Catholic now. Uh, I was listening to a program about uh, in uh, Texas about an Egyptian father, Muslim, killed both of his daughters because they refused to agree to arrange marriage. And he stabbed one, and one he chased down and run her over by a, in a car. Now, there are Muslim Americans who have experienced Sharia law. They wanted to pass a bill, I think, in the Texas Senate against Sharia law. Now, what happens? The ACLU comes in. And what does the ACLU do? They go against this bill. Why? They claim it's racist. 
it 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 puts it puts a negativity on Muslims. Now, I don't know. I think the bill got passed, but the father was never found. Now, why would the ACLU do this? Well, because you got to remember, you got two uh, at least very popular Muslims in the Democratic Party: Talib from Michigan, and the Amar woman from uh, from um, I believe Missouri, right? I think that's where she's from. Anyway, she represents, she's not really from there. She's an immigrant, but still, you know what I mean? They are two of the of liberal Democrat Muslims. They both, I mean, Talib is a socialist Democrat and they want more Muslim Americans, more Arab, Arab Muslim Americans to vote Democrat. So they have to look like as though they're defending the Muslim community. But this, this really angered me and there was a woman who said a muslim american woman who basically is against sharia law said well you can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs without breaking a few eggs so what's the life of a, of a few women what's the life of a few women who are killed under sharia law as long as you win the white house the senate or congress She's right. The Democrats don't really care. I mean, if you have them defending, trying to defend the right of Sharia law being practiced, what do they care about the lives of a few women? They probably think they can control the Muslim community anyway. They probably think they can control the, the, this community. They'll deal with them later on when they have to. But the main point is they got to get pa- get back into power, and that's more important to them. So defend a, a religion that's look that's ethnic and minority to them. They have no real respect for 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 uh, good Muslims. Neither neither do they have respect for fanatical Muslims. The important thing is that you vote Democrat. That's their that that that's their thing, and it's shameful. Now I'm not saying all Democrats think like this. But this is the problem with these guys. They don't understand the danger that you're facing. So they keep quiet about China and they keep quiet about the death, the, the, the death of women who die under Sharia law, honor killing. They don't care. That's the whole point. That's just a sad fact of it. So pray for our brothers and sisters in the Chinese uh, who are persecuted in the church. Pray for them, folks. All right, please pray for them. Pray for pray for them, and pray that Pope Francis wakes up and repents of what he did to the to the to the people of China. That's his that's his brothers and sisters. Those are his flock. He's a man. He's still the Pope, even though he has unfortunately uh, an ideology that unfortunately contradicts Christ. We have to remember that. God put us here and and he loves us and of course as a friend says you know there's no glory without suffering and remember the early church suffered a persecution also and it often suffers persecution from within as well as without so let's close with a prayer in the name of the Father Son and Holy Spirit Hail Mary full of grace the Lord is with thee and blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb Jesus Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So remember, folks, a practicing Catholic is a well-informed Catholic, and a well-informed Catholic is a practicing Catholic. God bless you.